Oh, Merlin, it's terrible. Yeah, I know. Uh, you already know about the problem? Oh, it's terrible. Their defense is shattered. What? No, the the warlords aren't defending at themselves at all. They're attacking Camelot. Warlords? No, no, this is the Seahawks. What? Is that some new faction? Go, 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 go. No! What are you doing? I'm going to turn that crystal ball off if you're not going no, to listen no, to no, me. No, 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 don't do that. Okay, okay, I'm, I'm listening. What's the problem? The problem is that the all of these warlords are ransacking the countryside, and mm-hmm. we don't have any knights to... To 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 defend us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We need your counsel, Merlin. Uh, get that. Uh, get get King Arthur on it. King Arthur. He's he's king of the knights, right? We went over this yesterday. King Arthur is in prison behind a cage of glass. Oh, what game was the ref watching? You're still not listening to me. Uh huh. You're still not listening to me, Merlin. We have a serious problem, and there's only Forty, one. Thirty. The tw- no. You can watch that thing anytime. You're always like this. Better call up Gandalf. I'm going to owe him a tenner. Merlin, there's only one thing that we can do to solve this problem. We need to go through the entire countryside and seek out young heroes from these different provinces to be our new knights. They're the only ones with the teamwork, the stamina, and the courage to be able to defeat this onslaught. Or... And then, from the field of the future... A new king will come to save the world of the past. So, uh, my name is Ben. And I am Zane. And we are the Podcast of Justice. <laughs> yes, this is King Arthur and the Carton Cast of Justice. <laughs> we actually, um, we're Ben and Zane from the year 3245. Oh, boy. Uh, and have been brought back here because Ben and Zane are, have been trapped, by which we mean they are unwilling to actually do this episode. Yeah, those in... 3245 or whatever, will notice that there was a blank spot in the Cartoncast episode <laughs> archives. We we knew it was going to happen, and we planned accordingly. Right. Um, so, yes, we're going to be watching... So, wait, let's, right, I'm going to unpack that, because that got out of hand. We are Ben and Zane, um, and we are the Cartoncast. Yep. We review old cartoons, some of which we liked, some of which we actually watched, some of which are completely new to both of us, <laughs> uh, such as the cartoon that we're going to be doing today. King Arthur and the Knights of Justice. Which, man. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to let you finish, dog, but <laughs> first of all, how dare you? This is the first time we're recording with this. We got a brand new mic. It looks great. It sounds good, but it looks better. <laughs> it looks so great. It's so chrome. It could just, like, sprout legs and walk around. It could. If it was going to be, like, a hoplite in the, you know, warlord army, since they're all robots anyway. Right, right. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, how dare you for making us look at this one show. And by the way, I was doing a lot of traveling in recent weeks, meaning we didn't get the chance to do this on our weekly schedule. Right. So... This, this has been in the back of our minds for about... 
few weeks now, and we just keep pushing. I feel like if it were any other cartoon, we would have gotten to it sooner. Do you know that one uh, uh, Lewis Black sketch where he's like, uh, this person said this thing out of the corner of my ear, and I couldn't stop thinking about it. If it weren't for my horse, if it weren't for my horse, mm. and they find you dead in your bathtub. King Arthur and the Knights of Justice <laughs> is the cartoon equivalent of that. It just, it just keeps on rotating in your brain, and you can't get through your teenage years without it. As I recall, at times you were somewhat excited to watch this. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> time plays time plays tricks on us all, right? Uh, I, I feel like your excitement went up and down, and just like yeah, it was a real roller coaster <laughs> of, of a cartoon. Uh, but well. We'll get into it. Uh, at least you watch more of it than uh, some other <laughs> cartoons yeah, that we've done. The other thing is, we were trying to do this one so many times that we kept on having to familiarize ourselves <laughs> and be like, well, let's just do it tomorrow. So I ended up watching probably more episodes of this <laughs> than Darkwing Duck, which... Travesty. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's a sin. Yeah. Uh, all right. I guess we'll just get into it. Yeah, it actually has a very interesting production history, which is yeah, good. Which I'm sure you know. It's just good because I hope I don't know the actual this. show itself. A little, little bit sparse. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, <laughs> well, sparse is a word that could be used to describe it. I've got uh, a thesaurus of other words <laughs> that I will cast aspersion onto this show. Um, but why don't you tell me? The his- the sordid history <laughs> of this show. The mordred history of King Arthur. The Ar- mordred history. <laughs> King Arthur and the Knights of Justice. It's like a morbid, <laughs> sordid history. <laughs> was uh, produced by C&D Entertainment and Golden Films and ran during uh, 1992 and 93. Have you ever heard of either of those? Nope. There you go. <laughs> well, it's interesting. The two people who made it... Very odd duo, and I'd like to talk about them briefly before we get into what this show is actually about, which... If you don't already know what this show's about, the last five minutes probably don't make a lot of sense. Yeah, and if you don't know what this show is about, like, go to go to the next. Don't go out of your way. Yeah, this is not. It's different, but it's not. That doesn't make it worthwhile. (laughs) Um. So the two people who made it, one was Avi Arad, 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 Arad. Sure, Arad. Uh, He is in. Israeli American businessman and the CEO of uh, Toy Biz, and he somehow managed to take over Marvel Comics and build it back up when it was close to bankruptcy. Really? Yeah. And he founded Marvel Studios, so you can thank him for all the superhero movies uh, that have been coming out lately. I'm sorry, uh, that rewrote the first part of the sentence. So, what exactly was his contribution to this show? I'm getting there. Oh, <laughs> but he founded Marvel Studios. So, any crimes that you know this is. Tony Stark has overwritten. Tony Stark has overwritten. And then subsequently overwritten that overwrite right. with Iron Man 2 and 3. This show, King Arthur and the Knights of Justice, was his very first production credit. Yep. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's consistent with what I've seen. The start of, uh, of the clean shot to fame. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it takes you a couple times. No one ever... Not everybody hits the ground running. Yeah. Well, I think uh, he tried to build on the back of shows like G.I. Joe, which had a very active action figure uh, lineup. Yes. Um, and since he's in charge of Toy Biz, you know, it, 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 it seemed it, a natural move. Yeah, it seems a natural move, and it really shines through in the show how much of this is so obviously uh, mar- just, a, just a marketing ploy to sell toys, which would honestly be pretty cool. Now, the other creator, a little more random... Uh, <laughs> Diane Eskenazi, who founded okay. Golden Films with the goal of 
Educational and non-violent cartoons for kids. Um, <laughs> would you say she is happy with how this show turned out? I like to think that she, this was just, like, the foundation so that she could make better ones. Like, this was, like, her deal with the devil kind of thing. Man, imagine living in a house that had this as its foundation. You'd feel unsafe <laughs> all the time. Yeah, well, with all the warlords in the... Yeah, and the Jersey accents. <laughs> Jersey accents. <laughs> Um, she actually used her studio to raise funds for her separate nonprofit organization, Peace Builders Inc., which has shipped over sixty-five million dollars to orphans worldwide. Really? So this is this is just a fascinating <laughs> duo of people. It's like they had completely opposite goals, but somehow managed to um, somehow managed to come together to make this work. <laughs> yeah, that's really strange. And I, I, I'm out of those two, the one who was the CEO of Toy Biz. And the one who was uh, trying to make a show that was non-violent. Guess which one had more creative input? <laughs> oh, or, or yeah. yeah. But uh, <laughs> anyway. well, they had those tags at the end of each episode where it was like kind of Captain Planety, don't pollute. Yeah, teamwork. PSAs uh, only in the second season. I thought only in the second season, maybe in the first few episodes. I definitely didn't see them. I, I didn't. I was not I, meticulous, so meticulous as to check the end of every episode in the first season. No, I jump ship pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, Although I did watch the intro every time. How how would you describe the premise to the show, Ben? All right. Well, I will describe to you a, a glorious plot, um, which is exactly. I'm going to tell you the plot. King Arthur and Guinevere are kidnapped by Lord Viper, a warlord. Guinevere's not. I guess... Is Guinevere kidnapped? Initially. Oh, okay. She comes back. That's right. They're kidnapped by Lord Viper. Also, all of... Lord Viper. Straight out of Cobra Commander. (laughs) Yep, yep. Uh, We'll get into more Lord Viper, but he's a warlord for the opposition, whatever their dastardly machinations are yeah. under the sorceress uh, Morgana. Morgana, right. Queen Morgana. So right. the, Darkwing's girlfriend, starting, if I'm not mistaken. That's correct. <laughs> starting off fairly close to the original King Arthur mythos. Well, let me keep going. With no one left to leave them, Merlin is instructed by, I guess, a Valkyrie or something to go to the future through The spirit of the lightning. round table. He goes to the future through some lightning and inducts a football team to be the new Knights of the Round Table. Now, you went through that pretty quick. I want to dissect it a bit. (laughs) Specifically, the football team is the New York Knights. Yes, headed by one Arthur King. (laughs) Which is... You can believe that. Just just great. Which is just smashing. And and Merlin gives them magic weapons and shields so that they can, you know, play dress-up. Oh, he hijacks them. (laughs) Oh, yeah, just... Steals them right out of a bus. And guess what? You gotta do my quest, or you're not gonna get back to your own timeline. You know, basically blackmails. <laughs> like, not blackmail, but just, like, really shanghais them out of their own time. Right. But they this don't was... have a choice but to be the new knights. Well, they didn't put up much of a fight. I'll get into that, trust <laughs> it me. It took, like, a minute. That's, like, my, yeah, that's my favorite part of this. <laughs> okay, well, I'll let you um, handle that. But, yeah, they have to go get the 12 Keys of Truth. Which corresponds to <laughs> not each important. of a night. Not important. It sounds like, it sounds like a side plot. They really. never actually finished the plot. Um, there was no like but real that's, ending. But that's two seasons. That's two seasons. The, that's the that's the actual plot behind this. Now, uh, before we get into more of this, um, I understand that you were interested in something about King Arthur. Why did you pick this show? So, <laughs> mostly, I just type in. Uh, I, I typed in. Okay, so first I, I try and figure out what cartoon to do next just by looking at, uh, you know, Wikipedia's list of animated television series <laughs> okay. of various years. Uh, you're, you're spilling our trade secrets. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't realize that it wasn't Duke, an obvious first step. Don't sell the family recipe. <laughs> um, 
and I was looking through there, and I saw this, and I'm like, oh, this this looks horribly generic. <laughs> <laughs> you are both absolutely correct and completely <laughs> off the mark. <laughs> and so I looked it up, and and I I watched the intro. Yeah, and then I just kind of had to keep watching. Yeah, like and just then, on loop. And I was, you know, I watched an entire episode, and then I was like, well. I, you know, some Where cost fallacy. I gotta use. I gotta gotta use this. So yeah, that's how we end. Um, are you familiar with the website Topless Robot? Topless Robot. It's it's a list based humor website, right. and this took the number one spot on its list of top ten most ridiculous adaptations of Arthurian legend. You know what? That is the only I I recognize <laughs> that piece of trivia because it's the only sentence on the reception of the show in Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Which basically tells you how much of an impact this show had uh, to cartoons in general in the 90s. But, um, you know, the plot is... <laughs> I don't know. I, I do it's have a... a technically, technically a classic plot line, dating all the way back to Mark Twain. <laughs> I mean, I guess King Arthur kind of did shit like this on a near-frequent basis. Yeah, I don't know how much you actually know of, of the uh, history None. or the legend of King Arthur. None. So if you hear... Listener, if you hear me start citing... Uh, King Arthur lore, I'm probably thinking of a D&D campaign I had. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you can just discount it out of This hand. show would make a good basis for a D&D campaign. Or like a side-scrolling beat-em-up, because that sort of music that... down down, It's just constantly going on in the in the fight scenes. E- either way, I just want to level up the emblems and the weapons and like yeah. control a couple knights at a time to go on quests. Oh, absolutely. Maybe get some combos between different knights. It'd be a good co-op. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great. But before we go into, you know, merch and stuff, <laughs> maybe we should, uh, we should talk a little bit more about... I wanted to talk about... Um, well, I guess let's just go right into the characters. They're the same. You know what? Before <laughs> I go into the characters, I actually want to say something about just the world of Camelot in here. Sure, sure. Because it's very apparent right from the beginning, which is that they do not bother characterizing this world at all. It's no. a castle on a clifftop with no civilians. Nope, nothing around. It's just the Twelve Knights and Merlin. And and a couple of squires and some ladies who can oh, be in distress. Oh, you mean Tyrone? Yeah, I mean Tyrone. Tyrone is the he the fat one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and Everett, the uh, not fat one. Yeah, non chunky squire. <laughs> That's right. You got your you got your regular squire and your squire light. <laughs> Based off the Goonies. <laughs> yes. Right on the coattails. You could see uh, Everett, um, you know, pulling out a some some grabby teeth with like a yeah. chain on the end of Everett them. Everett was occasionally useful. <laughs> yeah, he was okay. I just watched an episode where it was the, the two of them versus some warlords. Who dunced it up pretty spectacularly? They just kept on like laying like, you know, really stupid, really rudimentary traps, and you know, old Hammerfist just just da, 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 just walks into it each time. Oh, the uh, <laughs> you mean you mean the uh, enemy Hannah. minion who has just hammers for hands? Not on his wrists. On his wrists. Not even on his hands. Like he has hands, and then they're attached to his wrists. <laughs> it's really stupid. Well, I mean, everyone's hands are attached. I mean, the hammers are attached to the wrists. I, I understood exactly what you meant. Imagine trying to throw that with like a hook. You'd rip your shoulder out of your oh, socket. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> which uh, let's that brings us well into our character segment, which right. is going to revolve mostly around the knights. What do you have to say about the characters, Zane? Knights, 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 knights. That's the most interesting <laughs> facet of the uh, all of, the characters is and the how show. the knights. Yeah, is how the knights, the you know the the, the football team, the knights interact <laughs> with 
Um, the entire ridiculous premise of the show, including all of these, they have references. Oh, my betrothal uh, betwixt and forewarned, and like you know that sort of Shakespearean, you know, yeah. overly wrought dialogue, <laughs> and they're all just like, you got a couple burgers lay on this round table here, like, <laughs> and just from every like I don't know from every dunce I guess dialect you can possibly think of, they have a night on that round table, and I don't remember a goddamn one. <laughs> They they use football terms when they're in battle. That's really good. And I will talk more about that later. All right, guys. Let's keep, let's keep All right, guys. We're down the at the half. Let's keep talking about the knights, though. The or actually, each, maybe... Well, the, the basic plot structure of the show... Hard to talk about them because they're so generic. The, the basic, um, you know, episodic format is something bad happens, like warlords are attacking or they're causing troubles in the town. Yeah, Some they have a scrimmage. Town. They have a scrimmage. A pickup game. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or they find one of the 12 keys to unlock the glass whatever. To unlock a, a K-Lunky. Yeah, K-Lunky. Or, what was that guy in Crusher? Donkey Kong K- 64? K- uh, you, know, you know what I'm talking K- about. K-Lumsy. K-Lumsy, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that gigantic thing. I immediately thought of that when I saw the 12 keys of truth. <laughs> that's how you would do a, a game like this, is you would yeah. jump in the barrel, and then you get a different knight. Yeah, <laughs> Everybody so. solves a different problem. They're all posing. Yeah. Toting their fruit weapons. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, each each um, each knight has their own weapon, their they own shield, their own animal. Own, they, have their, yeah. they have their own sort of gimmick or, you know, uh, bailiwick, as it were. But... Bailiwick. Yeah, I'll, I'll show you later. Okay. Thesaurus, <laughs> man. Okay. Thesaurus. Nice. Um, you, yeah, and they very rarely come up. Yeah. Um, it's usually just like the ram or the dragon. Yeah. One time, some guy makes a brick wall that looks really strange because it's like <laughs> you couldn't do that before. Sir, Sir Brick. Is that his name? Was? Yeah. Yeah. All the knights' names are stupid. Really incredible. <laughs> there are football team names. There's Sir Tone. Sir that's, Tone. That's Tony. No Tone. <laughs> yeah, Sir Lance. They're sometimes vaguely related to their actual names, but sometimes just like Sir Lug. Sir Lug. It's just straight up this guy's name who happens to be called Lug. Sir Zeke. Sir Zeke. The 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 smart guy, the nerd, the nerd, yeah, the nerd that's inexplicably a football player night and had a Woody Allen accent in the very first episode and never again. <laughs> I can't wait to hit the Museum of Natural History. Okay, it's really I hear they've got a killer mammals of the Arctic exhibit. Very very good. It was really I weird. Don't remember that. He really, very rarely shows up. Their voices are all really grating. The, <laughs> I I love their voices. They don't they don't do a lot to differentiate the different characters. Like, no, not personality wise. I mean, all their voices are. Very. I mean, how much different? How much diversity in personality do you really see on an actual football team, or in a Knights of the Round Table deal? Did they all get a vote? Probably. I, I not. haven't gotten to that part in the book yet. Probably not. <laughs> I imagine their counsel, when asked for, is given, and they might have their own specialties. But they're probably just knights in the meantime, aren't they? I would imagine so. But King Arthur is a. Uh, you know, he's one of the only interesting characters. He's the only interesting knights. I'm just going to refer to King Arthur and then also knights. Yeah, and we, also the show does that. Yeah, King Arthur, for, it is right King Arthur the and the Knights of Justice. Yes, <laughs> there's nothing left. Um, so King Arthur, you know, he's the leader of the football team, and he really he really rounds the group together. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, the, he's the fact, a good leader. He seems like a cool guy. The best, yeah. I like yeah. him. I like his hair. <laughs> He's got his all, stupid face. All American. Yeah, why don't you 
let the listeners so know I was, that. I've been reading uh, The Once and Future King, and I just got to a part where it's like, okay, Arthur has just become king, and we're in the second book, and so, you know, the narrator's kind of rehashing stuff, and it describes Arthur, and there's just one sentence that literally just said, he had a stupid face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which, I don't know, this guy honestly looks kind of like a dreamboat. He's very handsome. He's very dashing compared to Sir Wally. Oh my god. <laughs> um, but um, They're all super ugly. <laughs> not all of them. Zeke's, Zeke looks okay. Man. Sir Lug. Sir Pork Fried Potatoes or whatever. <laughs> You can't really put any, like, masculine term in Sir for a night. Wally. <laughs> yeah, so... They did not um, try. You know, King Arthur is just a fine leader. I really like him, I think. I think I, the best parts of the show were the parallels between night activity and a football team. Yeah. I, they I had a played, lot of They could have that. played that up even more. I, they should have played that up even more <laughs> and never focused on any of the villains. But um, the knights as a whole are actually really fun for me, I thought. Because their demeanors are just incredible. When, <laughs> when they get sucked backward through time, they're all immediately smiling. <laughs> they don't look confused at all. Yeah, then they, like, crash a bus. Yeah, Merlin crashed their bus with uh, time lightning. Jerk. And <laughs> all throughout Merlin's introductions, they're psyched to help him out. Welcome, King Arthur. You've got that backwards. It's Arthur King. For now, I am Merlin the Wizard. <laughs> right, my man. And I'm Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> I brought you here because Morgana has imprisoned King Arthur and his knights in the Cave of Glass. And no one but you can save the world from evil. Makes sense to me. <laughs> what do you think, Brick? Oh, just the usual save the world stuff. No sweat. Is this totally hidden video? Their, their, their total acceptance of the premise is so charming. And they're so uniformly cheerful and without any negative emotions for, like, the most part. That is, it's just... I think that's actually a weakness, because it's hard to get invested in any of them. Yeah. I mean, combined with the fact that there's no citizenry, there's just no texture or feeling to any... I don't... I, I never thought at in, in any of the episodes mm -hmm. that I... If, if Camelot got taken over by Lord Viper, that anything would change. I just <laughs> watched an episode where they actually... that Mor Morgana like does an illusion and tricks King Arthur and Merlin and all the knights into being outside the castle. They storm the castle, they get in, and <laughs> Arthur just immediately retakes it, no problem. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> like, and this castle is the only thing for miles... Or, like, yeah. There's no stakes there here. There are outlying provinces. Yeah. And Camelot... The, the, the knights like, defend them as well, but I mean that only happened in the second season. I watched eight episodes or so... That just did not have any citizenry, um, so yeah, yeah I, it's just it's just not a very engaging no show no, and you don't you don't care about any of it, but you know that kind of plays to the fact that um, despite the knights being you know completely lackadaisical and kind of cheerful and doo -doo -doo, this is just like <laughs> it's like a night out on the town. Um, all the other characters are very serious. Yeah, oh man. I mean, in classic... As they would. This is like... Arthurian legend. Sixth century England was not a great place to be. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Merlin treats everything with extreme gravity. Yeah, except for his brilliant genius idea of, of bringing football players back. Hey, when you're right, you're right. Like, you don't, <laughs> you don't knock Merlin's intuition at this point. Like, if he could have reached anywhere in history... There must have been <laughs> so that's a I, better that's play. why I think that Merlin is just kind of a huge football fan. Yeah, and just he was just kind of smitten with them. He's just like oh, I need some knights. 
I've always wanted to meet these guys. I mean, I live backwards. I know eventually yeah, they'll right. be awesome. Right, right? lives backwards. <laughs> uh, or whatever the mythology is there. Um, what if he was like a soccer fan? <laughs> you know, in football, it's like you get an injury and you just like keep going. But in soccer, like Lord Viper takes a swing and it misses him. He's like, ah, ah foul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no crying in football. No. Um, so I don't really have anything else to say about Merlin. He's sort of forgettable. He's actually. magic. He's just the narrative, really. I There are a couple of times that I like just the fact that he's a wizard. Like one time he got a cold and when he sneezed, it, there was a cloud of bats that came out. <laughs> <laughs> and they just never commented on it. He's like, bats. Oh, hate it when I'm sick. I don't remember which <laughs> continuity this was. Maybe it was, um, maybe it was Dresden Files, but there's some continuity thing where um, magic, the, sort of the symptoms of it, change throughout the ages to fit the times. So, like, earlier it would be milk spoiling and, like, uh, speaking in tongues or something. And then in more recent months it would be, like, computers shorting out. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, I wonder what time period Merlin... Like, what... what How prevalent were bats in Merlin society that he just sneezes a bunch of them out? But, um... So the other thing I wanted to say about characters is... What the hell is going on with Vapor's army? Or King Arthur's, for that matter. What do you mean? So, everybody... Every knight looks different. Yeah, they have these different emblems on there. It, it helps to tell them apart from, like, Big Lug number four versus Big Lug number seven. It does, but I don't need to tell them apart. I kind of do. Because they're so forgettable. <laughs> well, if they had different personalities, it would be really helpful. But these are just... The armor is so unergonomically designed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I imagine... These are that, large men. <laughs> I imagine that all the blacksmiths in this village are just cleaning up, you know? <laughs> so, like, custom armor jobs for your entire army... All right. You want spears to shoot out of this? It'll take a while, but... Oh, it's a rush job for tomorrow. Here's my bill. I mean, and there's not any consistency to the armor. There's no flunkies at all, as far as I could tell. Oh, just, just the warlords and the commanders? Which, by the way, doesn't warlord denote, like, some sort of, like, commanding sovereignty, position? Sovereignty, yeah. No, well, not sovereignty. Over, over... Lord. Yeah, I, okay. Sovereignty over the battle. I don't think that's what sovereignty means exactly. Well, it's hierarchy. I'm not going to look it up, and neither are you. So I guess that's what it means. So, <laughs> but it's hierarchy. Like they should be commanding little idiots, right? Yeah, absolutely. Instead of like getting right in the thick of it immediately. And they're the only things there, <laughs> and they the never die. Things, the only things. Well, that's because they're made out of stone. They're locked in an eternal battle, both sides. <laughs> yeah, and they don't seem to be making any progress. Like a couple of times they get keys, but it's not often. Um, which maybe we should. Uh, Maybe we should go into uh, now tone that, and Now genre. that I think about it, hold on, now that I think about it, the warlords, I remember the different warlords way better than I can differentiate the knights. Yeah, there, there, there was, was a the guy one. with the knives on his cloak. That I don't he, remember the knife. I don't remember, I, I remember Lord Viper because he was dumb. There's Lord I remember Viper, Hammerhands, Hammerhands because he was terrifying. There was one that looked like, he had some sort of weird face mask, like he was some sort of tribal witch doctor. You know my favorite one? Which one? It's the, is the Blackwing, whatever that guy's name is. Yeah, Blackwing. Is that what his name was? He's the guy with the little knives on the end of his cloak. He's the one who could fly. Yeah, both. Oh, there's the same guy? Cloak lets you fly. And gives you knives. I think. That makes sense. I think that's the same guy. That guy's voice is incredible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got you now. <laughs> yeah, exactly like that. Kind of muffled. So a bit of a, a, big, bit of a Sigmire muffle. <laughs> Woohoo! I didn't see you there, King Arthur. <laughs> I was absorbed in thought. <laughs> I really like that voice. I, I actually really like all the villains' voices. Yeah. I yeah. kind of like everyone's voice. They're just... 
Well, the the voice actors, I didn't really see anything really of note that else that they've done. Uh, the one guy who did Blackwing did a bunch of other roles on the same show, and he had roles in like DBZ and Gundam and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, I saw a lot of like mistaken. side stuff into anime, but yeah. nothing I recognized really. Yeah, not not no A listers in this, which is fine because I think this really needed to be B list through and through to even make it out of the <laughs> yeah. you know to make it onto the screen. Yeah, make um, money back. Because, you know, the tone of it is just so jokey, which is oh, what yeah. I want to talk about next. Yeah. Um, sir so, Tone? Sir, yeah, Sir, sir Tone, tone and Sir Genre. Jokes all. <laughs> <laughs> sir Genre is, yeah. So, let's see. Um, I'm going to just, you might have to edit this part out because I'm, I'm trying to compose myself. Well, while you're doing that, why don't I give you uh, a little fact about the New York Knights? Oh, yeah. So I don't have any facts, hamster or otherwise, for this one, but I'm sure Zane has some either medieval or <laughs> football knowledge. Well, I had I had always associated King Arthur and his legend with more, like, you know, 12th century, but it turns out that's or just... Shadows when, over Camelot, the board yeah, game. Right. That's just where uh, a lot of the stories were... That's when they were written, but the it's supposed to take place more in the 6th century... And King Arthur, the name Arthur, comes from the Roman Artorius. Mmm, <laughs> tastes good. <laughs> but, tastes um, good to my brain. <laughs> but the New York Knights were an AFC football team in 1988. Uh, okay. You'll notice that wasn't a span of years. Nope. That was a single year. Yep. <laughs> they, went, uh, <laughs> they, they went 2 and 10 in their only season and then were disbanded. <laughs> what exactly? I guess they just had the right name at the right time. I'll say they look nothing like the people on the team in the show, so I'm going to assume that, like, the show team was fictional. But if it was a real football team, you can imagine a cross-promotion. I was kind of wondering... Since you mentioned that there was a Knights team, I was sort of wondering if they got any royalties. Yeah, well, I would would think, you know, in, in a show that's supposed to be such a cash grab, why wouldn't you associate it with an existing... Property. I'm sure the Knights are a, ter- are a team somewhere else, but it was specifically... Maybe the record was too poor. <laughs> maybe. It would hurt their... I-, I can't imagine, like, kids... Maybe... At what age group is that? What, Football for the show? slash G.I. Joe cartoons? I-, I think... I don't think it was, like, a age of the people. It was an- It was just a sign of the time. Like, everyone was into this sort of thing at the time. Man, that, so- that sentence sounded great. <laughs> it was an age of the people. It was a sign of the time. <laughs> Flip over to side B (laughs) 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 to continue this story. Um, What else you got? So, since you mentioned Artorias, I was just kind of amusing that uh, I really like the medieval aesthetic. Oh, yeah. Like, it does a lot for me, even though it's tempered with robots. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a little strange, because that means that their swordplay makes no sense. Like, why don't they have guns? Right. Why are they still fighting with swords and stuff when they have access to robot tech? Yeah. There's robot dogs in the first episode, but, you know, at least Samurai Jack had guns. Right. But these guys don't kind of even, don't even try, or they're just really sold on the idea. Yeah, I th- I would like to play, like, a and d version of this, or, like, a, a video game. They did make a video game. Yeah? Yeah, it was for the uh, SNES. It was... Uh, oh, it, I did see that. It, it supposedly played kind of like Zelda, but, at, like, you control... Arthur King, and then you get two knights that you can switch out by okay. going to the round table. So it was a good concept. It just it was executed really badly. This would be a pretty good like Marvel versus Capcom kind of like three guy on a team sort of beat him up. Oh, or yeah. a, I mean a, a fighter game. Yeah. Um, can you imagine like uh, just constant Dio music in the background? <laughs> 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 
Yeah. And, and, you know, every time you switch out for a new guy, he's like, uh, let's do this, Tone. Did we talk about Get the back intro? to the showers. Or something like that. We didn't talk about the intro. This intro um, is incredible. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's what grabbed us. Much in the style of every one of the shows we talk about, this grabbed our attention right away and didn't <laughs> let go, and I got a rash. Like, this, <laughs> this intro is really incredible. Oh, did, did Lord Viper hit you with his snake whip? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it might have happened. I wasn't paying too much attention. I was enthralled in the intro. Um, you know, the music of it, it does sound like it's sung by D. It oh, sounds like incredible. Holy Diver. And. <laughs> You know, Constantly the, in my head now. Yeah. And we, we actually already talked about the intro last time because I was listening to it the first right. time on <laughs> which was a great idea. It's fantastic. It still looks like horse shit because it is. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. It the, it doesn't waste any time telling you what it's what it's about. In all ways, the concept is stronger than the execution. No, it's the, they know the concept's weak. No, I love this concept. They know it's weak, though. Like, they're... They're so accepting of how stupid it is. Right. And that comes in through... That That really shines in the discrepancy between how the future knights treat the situation <laughs> and how the past, like, warlords do. Yeah. Where they're, they're all deadpan, I will get him for you, Morgan. <laughs> Which, by the way, all the villain dialogue is either really weird hissing or laugh or <laughs> evil laughter, <laughs> for the most part. Artificial extension of time. Yeah. But, so... The discrepancy there is showing you how silly the modern audience is supposed to treat it. Like, I don't think they were quite as apt at pointing out that sort of meta-textual oh, You, th- you thing. think this was intentional, then? I don't want to give them that much credit. It's still <laughs> a stupid show. But I really liked it once I noticed that, like, oh, they're kind of treating it like I'm treating it. <laughs> if they, um, they should have gone further. I, th- I think that as well. I, um, like, more references to, you know, football in modern times would have been... Great. Yeah, and less, um, less, less action. Maybe the action scenes could have been oh a little bit better if they were more football based and more puns going on. Yeah, like more of a Darkwing Duck kind of quippy vibe. Yeah, but uh, they were they were sometimes trying to be cool. I think, yeah. which was just a flat out mistake. I think they needed to pick between being cool or funny, and specifically, I think they needed to pick being funny. Right. I I think the action was pretty good. I on the whole. had a very tough problem with the action. It was very gimmicky. Which I'll I'll jump into animation a little bit right now, which just that it was the the animation was so choppy that a lot of the time I couldn't really figure out what was going on in the action scenes. Yeah. Well like the, people would just appear falling down a pit and I would have no idea how maybe, they got there. Maybe this is just uh, an uploading thing, but the season two looked much cleaner. It looked both cleaner. It looked cleaner, but it kind like of, I could understand what was going on in the intro. It looked cleaner, but it also looked more plastic. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just the aesthetic of the time. Yeah, I didn't really like it though, but uh, you know, I didn't like the whole show, so it's fine. But which, by the way, I appreciated this show on its own merits, like much like I do any show. But I would have to say, I did not. I don't like watching it, <laughs> which is why I'm definitely considering a spite cast for make Zane making me watch this. Goddamn show. Well. <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll get into it. You're not going to suffer a spike cast this next time, but we'll, we'll, I'm going to... I got this, like, sort of Damocles over me now. <laughs> yeah, you got the Doom of Damocles for, for Relos. Oh. Um, I've definitely taken a couple points off of my checklist here. Um, so, yeah, like I said, it's... Uh, 
they're constantly making football puns. The regular nights, the mm. best part of the show is whenever they make football puns and treat the situations with a total lack of gravity, mm. as though it's just a fun thing to do on like a night out. Like yeah. afterward, they're gonna hit you know Joe's and like have a have a kegger back at yeah. get back at the home. Like they're in the best house. virtual reality simulator possible. Sort of. They don't treat it as a mission. No, <laughs> they treat it as just like ah, I guess this is we're doing this instead of football now. Arthur's fairly it's serious. Funny. Yeah. He's he's got like, oh, this is my duty, this is my responsibility. It's like, no, it's kinda not. You were kidnapped. You were kidnapped. <laughs> they forget that they're kidnapped immediately. Yeah, they love Merlin too much. We are the Knights of Justice. And you gotta wonder why the knights are necessary, because Merlin seems really powerful by himself. Yeah, he does, he can't I mean, I guess they have to be a symbol. Like King Arthur has to be a symbol. That's fair. Um but a symbol for whom, since there's no civilians? Yeah. But, but we, we don't have to get too mired into that. I'm okay, so do people realize that it's not it's not the same people? What do you mean? Like, do they? Do the people know that the knights have been captured? So that's one other thing I wanted to say about this, is uh, that... Uh, so Guinevere doesn't even seem to know that it's a new King Arthur. Yeah. Which, uh, <laughs> this show has a really misogynistic sort of undertone to it. Mm-hmm. Name the female characters. Guinevere, Handmaid in 1, Handmaid in 2, Handmaid in 3, Handmaid in 4. Like, there's just no personality to any of them. And, and they all gone. just... They just... Yeah, they're all... Evil or stupid or nameless. Like, <laughs> they don't get any credit anywhere. Um, they're uh, all entirely passive and don't even recognize their husbands. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, there's a Conversations little, must have come up. <laughs> I got a little bit of a date rape vibe from uh, from King Arthur, like the new King Arthur, because he doesn't correct her at all. He's just like, yeah, hey, give me a kiss on the cheek. I deserve this. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> High five. <laughs> It's also weird Powwow. that they don't, like, they're not actively questing to find the keys to, like, free the other knights. It's just like, hey, Merlin's got a lead. Let's go check it out. <laughs> yeah, well, they just kind of wait until the something bad happens. guys do something and then, which is, I guess, very always trying reactive. to find... They're both reactive. Yeah. Morgana is very rarely doing anything, I yeah. feel like, unless it's taking advantage of an opportunity that the knights leave open. Um, and the knights only really take advantage of an opportunity that the opposition leads. What exactly open. does Morgana want? I cannot figure it out. <laughs> Dominance over Camelot? Just Camelot. She's very flat. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, real misogynistic. Um, the last thing I want to say about the characters is their creed, which is the only time they're serious, which is... Perfect, and I really love the accents with all of it. I am King Arthur. And, and we, we are the Knights of Justice! We pledge fairness to all to protect the weak and vanquish the evil. Which Just like that. It's exactly like that. Why don't you cut it in? Because it's really bad. I am King Arthur. And we are the Knights of Justice. We pledge fairness to all to protect the weak and vanquish the evil. <laughs> you hear each, you hear each, like, you know, inner city accents just <laughs> dripping it throughout that entire dialogue. Um, I find it sort of inconsistent with their general demeanor, which is so jokey, which is why I much prefer their impromptu cheer. Yeah. Which is just, nights, 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 Whenever they cry that on the battlefield, I really crack up. <laughs> I mean, yeah. But that's, that's kind of all I have to say about the character. I'm just trying general. to picture, like, a, like a actual, historical, like, documentary kind of thing, showing, like, how <laughs> life really was and how things are terrible, live action, really dirty, gritty, horrible things happening, and just, <laughs> nights, nights, nights! Yeah, yeah. Just getting it. 
Nights, 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 nights. Everybody. <laughs> Just throw one of the tone could probably, like, lug or tone or brick could probably throw one of those out. That's great names. Yeah. <laughs> Sir Phil. <laughs> yup. Darren. Darren. Uh, so dumb. I do love how they treat it, though. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, uh, I guess as far as the whole knights cheer go when they're doing it in battle, let's let's jump into animation from here. Uh, my I, main, I have quite a bit to say about My main well. comment was they're just really ugly. Like, realistically, All football. The characters, yeah. Like, they're strong, kind of on the heavy set, heavy set side. They're just not like valued, actual football they're players. They're not valued as actors, which is very <laughs> apparent in the show. Very unattractive. Yep. <laughs> yeah. They, I mean, I, I don't know even what to say anymore. I mean, it, it looks like it has a pretty bad frame rate, and everyone looks really plastic in the yeah. look of G.I. Joe sort of merchandising. Mm-hmm. Um, I can very easily see them translating into action figures, which, side note, those would be fucking kick-ass action figures. <laughs> if you could actually, like, launch the A ram emblem. out of his chest? Yes! Yes! <laughs> absolutely! Press a button, brick wall. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Which, speaking of, uh, you know, their emblems, they kind of had that Power Rangers problem mm-hmm. where they could summon the Megazord anytime they want to. Well, Zordon told them, don't escalate the situation. Yeah. These thing. guys get no such warning. Sick a dragon on everyone. All the time. Right. I don't... Right. <laughs> I don't know why they don't do that. They kind of treat their, their mounts, their, their their totem spirits like Pokemon a little bit. A little bit. It's like, way to go. You did a great job. Get back in your shield now. Yeah. You can... Power Rangers, you can keep much better track of what's going on. Because first off, there's only five of them. Mm. And you only have to keep track of, okay, got a Megazord, got a special weapon. Done. <laughs> yep. And they're all color-coded. Yep. Here, everyone's like this horrible shade of green and, like, orange. Go to any, like, Halo, like, like boot up your ha- Halo profile, and you get primary color, secondary color. And the primary <laughs> is, like, the chest plate and part of the arms and the part of the legs. Yeah. And the helmet. And the secondary color is filling in the rest. And green, white. Oh, that looks like a Fiesta Monstrosity. Let's <laughs> throw call, that. Call them look. Um, <laughs> but they, you know, each one has a name and sometimes a different knight name. Like, uh... Yeah. Um, Tony becomes Sir Tone. Sir Tone, kind of thing. for whatever... And they also have... Knights, a sh- they have a, reason. They have a shield. They have their own emblem. They have their own weapon. Uh, they have their own spirit animal, and some of them have like special go karts, like that shoot like a battering ram cart or like a, <laughs> yeah, like, a battering ram. like shooting a big lance cart, like, like real random. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is extremely random. But it's something that I would again love to play a game of. <laughs> I want, yeah, I want. To, I just want. I've never been an action figure guy, but imagine oh, how yeah. cool those action figures would be. Um, we're, we're getting a little bit mired into, you know, the minutia of, <laughs> of the characters. What, I think I'm getting a little mired into what could home. have been. <laughs> yeah. It gets the imagination going. Can you imagine an episode where all of the animals just got fed up with the knight's behavior and just, you know, fucked off to some nearby, like, <laughs> uh, you know, for, fortress of, uh... Ineptitude. Know. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> The Fortress of Ineptitude, that's where well, King Arthur the, hangs out. Some of the animals are like animals, like you got an eagle or a bat. Some of them are mythical, like dragon, hydra, hydra kraken, sphinx. Is there a sphinx? Very specific. <laughs> yeah, he, he asks riddles and 
you know, it causes a fascination effect to the near every, every enemy within 30 feet. Yeah, but they rarely use most of the knights. Like, they have 12, they use 4, <laughs> maybe they, 5. They actually do a pretty good job in the show of splitting up when, which knights are going on which mission. They don't have all 12 doing one thing at once. You know, some have to guard the castle, some have to look at a lead. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe King Arthur or Lance and some other idiot have to go through this cavern. So they, yeah. they do... That is nice. They do, like, put them into discrete three-person party units. Which is helpful. You know, it, like, I was kind of thinking throughout um, when they were going through canyons and stuff that make a really good D&D campaign. Good D&D, good card game, war game. Yeah. This is board game. This would be great. <laughs> this, if, you, if only it were anything else, this would be fantastic. I, I don't know <laughs> if it would be fantastic, but it could be easily adapted. Um, I was actually thinking rather than like just watching this as a show, this would make a good like drinking game or like a party <laughs> show. Like if you don't actually like football, <laughs> like yeah. put this on instead. Which by, I didn't like Watch football, it like it was a but sports I appreciated game. all of the football puns are amazing. Yeah, on the battlefield. It's, <laughs> it's like guess we won't see him the rest of this season. <laughs> da, da, da. Give him a yellow card. Yeah. <laughs> were you? <laughs> I thought you were going to say give him the chair. Give him the chair. Bonesaw just stepped in. Bonesaw's ready. Yeah. Night Bonesaw is ready. Um, so, for for the rest of the animation, the, there's really no sense. It, it, it's mostly in the battles that the animation kind of shines. Mm-hmm. And I, I had felt that it was... They weren't playing to their strengths, which would have been... Uh, a sense of like weapon mastery or tactics they all mm. just sort of beat the shit out of each other <laughs> yeah i would really have appreciated like go long and just yeah you know. the guy with the crossbow like exactly shoots, like deflects a missile yeah like. there you know there's guards in front like i would have really appreciated like medieval guys with a bunch of swords playing football <laughs> like, yeah oh I just wanted to see a, a football match but with lethal weapons yeah <laughs> it's so cool the fighting was entirely too monotonous for how like I said, how much they, customization there could have been? Like I said, they all just sort of beat the shit out of each other. It's like, it's like your it's you like know, Fight Club. It, no, it's like your younger <laughs> cousin had a bunch of GI Joes and a bunch of like, you know, Ninjato figurines. <laughs> <and> just kind of, <laughs> all right, you take these five. They don't. Have, what is their theme? They're a bunch of dudes with color and just kind of mash them all together, and that's the fight scenes. It looks really dumb, and yeah. it could have been, you know, they could have had such such battle tactics. You'd be like, I'm the guard, I have to, you know, protect King Arthur, and he gets taken out by some other guy, but the long receiver is, you know... Yeah, it could have been abs- so cool. Absolutely. <laughs> Which, you know, it didn't really need to focus too much on the... Yeah. I mean, it's, they, it's not like there's they didn't, not much else. It's not like they didn't have the time in an episode yeah, to do that. They, like they didn't so, have anything better to do. They had spent a lot of time, I was, like, watching in one episode to see how much padding they did, yeah. and they just, like, do, like slight close-ups on villain versus charging Arthur and just back and forth a few yeah. times. <laughs> yep. Riding on horses. A couple yeah. of those. Um, this, this show just did not play to its strengths. There's one other thing that I noticed, um, which hasn't come up in any show that we've seen so far, was the transformation sequence. Yeah. Which is which always happens. It's preceded by that awesome chant, cut it in again, I won't accept <laughs> no for an answer. I am King Arthur. And we are the Knights of Justice. And it... Always does the full thing. Yeah. Uh, almost always. I, I like it. I, I'm i kind of torn. I wish they had... Um... For this show, which had the time, I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah. Because it was kind of cool, and it let me laugh at how clash their, you know, armors were. It would have been nice to if they had, like, done a transformation sequence and just switch it up, and you just focus on one night so that you can kind of get a better idea of them. 
but they always just focused on like King Arthur and they his don't usually focus right. on just one night yeah. unless they're getting a key, which made it real hard to keep track. I uh, I I only remember Wally because his accent is incredible. <laughs> Lance, because he is the second in command and King Arthur. And that's all I remember. Yeah. And whatever guy sounds like, hey, what are you doing? Like, he sounds like my cousin Vinny. I think that's Tony. <laughs> yeah, maybe it is. Night Vinny. Um, what would Night, Night Vince, I guess? Yeah. Um, yeah, I gotta stop saying um so much. It's not good. It's good for you. Is it? Uh, every time you're gonna say um, say knights instead. Knights! Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I mean, it could be, like, purring, you know? Like, kittens purr, and that, like, heals their bones. What? Like, maybe when we say, um, it's like, get the vibration in my throat. I was a smoker for 20 years, sound great. Kittens purr to heal their bones? Yeah, it's like a physiological reaction. It's the coolest thing ever. It comes back in, and John dies at the end. Like, right, that? yeah. I, they start purring, and it's I like, it'll make your just, sad go away. I thought they were just magic kittens. I think they Are, also were, but it's... <laughs> Is this something you learned while you were looking up hamster facts? I've seen this in multiple sources. <laughs> of course. It happens have. all the time. And yes. However. Um, um, so, the last... Yeah, as far as the transformation sequences go, I was wondering, like, there's a lot of them in these 80s cartoons. Why are they so prevalent? Eats up time. Is kids it because it eats Kids up don't time? know the difference. Is it fun to watch for the kids? I'm wondering if the repetition... Like, leads into the nostalgia factor at all. Like, you just see it so often that I, you get the Pavlovian going. I think so. I think that must be what it is, you know. So I, I watched an episode of Power Rangers recently, and I didn't get anything out of the transformation sequence. Oh. Except that Billy was blinking through all of it. Yeah, always bothered me. Triceratops. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like how um, Blue's Clues was such a hit because oh, they would air the same episode five days in a row. <laughs> and kids would like kids would see the same thing and be like, "Oh, I, I'm, I'm smart, so smart. I, I get it. I knew exactly what was going on." Uh, so they might be trying to tap into that. You know, repetition gets in the brain. I guess so. I mean, if you're playing to a young enough audience, I guess you don't really need that engaging of a plot. Just as long as there's lots of colors, which there are, and there's enough repetition so that they don't get lost. Yeah. I will say that the action sequences would have gotten them lost. <laughs> uh, but. Um. Um, Let's let's talk about the music and the sound. Oh man, just very like tons of electric guitar, synth. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, like I <laughs> like said, it, it sounds like a sounds like a beat 'em up. Yeah. And the, of course the thing is it sounds like it's sung by Dio. The voice acting is horrible. Oh, awful. By which I mean great. Very great. <laughs> The Very grating. They're all from different states. They all take the real Captain Planet approach to diversity. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, you know, where they make it as stereotypical an accent as possible uh-huh. to, like, get that demographic, and it sounds way more racist than if they just kind yeah. of pepper a little bit of it in there. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, a lot of fanfare and battle sounds and the occasional rock song for combat. And uh, the music treats the show a lot more seriously than the knights do. Oh yeah! Every other aspect of this show, the, you know, the, the 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 tone and the genre of everything else, the music, everything treats it more seriously. So I actually really appreciate it. If that was their intention, of you know, setting up the dichotomy between how the modern audience is viewing it based on all of this <laughs> medieval society, giving it a little bit too much credit as an art if form. If they <laughs> did it, it was very well done. <laughs> well, if they did it, I think they should have done it a lot more. Like. Everything that the show did well should have been done much more. Probably. Um, like It did a lot of things sort of competently, mm-hmm. but it didn't do anything spectacularly. It right. kind of just got by on charm. It was it was charming. It was charming. I mean, specifically whenever one of the knights talks. Yeah. 
and only then. But <laughs> that was pretty charming. Uh, the other thing I was thinking is that I was actually really impressed with the sound editing. Really? I don't know if you noticed it at all, but whenever like Lord Hammer hits something metal, you hear the reverberation. Really? Whenever King Arthur talks to his sword, you get kind of an echo chamber vibe. I did not when notice Merlin's that. When Merlin's talking to him through his expeller. I'm slightly shocked that you did notice. I, I was kind of appalled, and then I looked <laughs> for more examples of it, and I found a bunch. You know, in, in caves, the voices echo. There's a reverberation through the sword. There's huh. a lot of examples. That's that's impressive. Uh, it's, like, I, I'm wondering how Most this company random is attention set up. to detail. <laughs> like, they just had too many sound editors at the time, <laughs> and, like... Can I can I work on anything else? This is all done. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know your job. Would Sir Tone have gone out of his way? <laughs> Would he not have been the linebacker or whatever the hell the football <laughs> like position Instead is? of a motivational poster on the wall, it just says nights, nights, nights. When I was back at my old job, I put up a bunch of posters, um, by which I mean just printouts from you know Google Images and just mm-hmm. like uh, Sunbro, and it like shows me... Jolly cooperation. I'm like that. Sound that counts as a motivational poster. <laughs> I would have loved to put this print out up there with just knights, 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 and they're all just raising their weapons and trampling Lord Viper like the asshole that he is. <laughs> that would've been pretty cool. Nice, 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 nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I actually have nothing else to talk about. I, I, there was one episode that I actually really liked. Okay. Uh, it was in season. Well, two. are you sure you really liked it? I, let me tell you. <laughs> Think you're incorrect. So season two introduced um, Master Chang. (laughs) (laughs) How did he sound? (laughs) Let me finish. (laughs) He was an incredibly out of place Chinese warlord, and his army of offensive stereotypes. (laughs) (laughs) The purple. We didn't need another one. (laughs) No, it's great because you get the villain on villain fight scene thing, and then um, they decide like, oh no, okay, you can attack King Arthur. We'll see how this goes. And then we see... Oh, like that episode of the Venture Brothers when the when the monarch and Baron Underbite both unleash, like, a poisonous insect or <laughs> a poisonous a- animal into, like, Venture's, uh, Venture's bedroom and they just fight each other. Yeah, yeah. would <laughs> <laughs> be um, great. But it's great because the knights don't know how to fight the Purple Horde because they're using techniques from, a, you know, far-off land and they're yes. using, like, karate or whatever and, like, <laughs> size and, and nunchucks and, and throwing stars. And so Zeke has this brilliant idea... He says, like, we have centuries of martial arts that have been made after the point in time that this is. Oh, man. That they have no defense against. That they have no defense against. And so he teaches them in, like, five seconds um, how to use martial arts like judo and stuff. And then you see the Knights of Justice fighting the Purple Horde using, like, judo and Krav Maga. It's, like, really random. (laughs) (laughs) I would have loved to see that. I also like the idea that that uh, impacted the future. Like, they created the art forms by mistake. Well, so many martial art fighting styles happen because um, a a group of people get taken over. King Arthur and the Knights of Justice. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) No, go ahead. A a group of people, you know, loses or or fights a war, and they just take the best ideas from, you know, their their conquerors and then fight back and and win. I mean, war is a cultural osmosis. Yeah. Absolutely. Whether or not the, you know, country comes under quell afterwards... That's under the thumb of the conqueror. Yeah, I mean, there's still a lot of, still a lot of that going on. Uh, Zane, I don't have anything else to say, and I don't want to say anything else. So, do you feel like wrapping this up? Um, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, King Arthur and the Knights of Justice. I think if they we had to watch a GI Joe cartoon, if, and this if they could have been a lot more boring. Yeah, if if they had understood what made it good, 
and gone whole hog on those things, I would have liked it a lot more. I think they did it competently. No, they definitely did. Like, I didn't hate myself. Well, I hated myself watching it, but, like, I didn't hate everybody else. You didn't hate them. (laughs) Yeah. As an extension. And it gave them the startup to pursue their separate goals, which seemed to have worked out. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe the history of this show is so varied. This show is indirectly responsible for Guardians of the Galaxy. Did you really just slip into one of their accents? <laughs> yeah. This show is <laughs> this no show. Everyone rewind 15 seconds. He did. And I know uh, he did. And that movie has the a similar sort of uh serious versus comedy. Yeah. Aesthetic. <laughs> I kind of I I really like it when the show, you know, um has one group of characters that are kind of deviating away from yes. the theme of the show. Yes. And the plot background for this show made it very easy to do. Yes. Which is why I wish they went further with it. Exactly. But they did go very far with it. <laughs> they they went further than anyone had any reason to suspect would work. <laughs> <laughs> We're a team. We don't go anywhere without each other. Cool. Love love that accent. <laughs> and then at the end of the episode, they're always like, use teamwork. Fight pollution. Nights, nights, nights. <laughs> Can you imagine a, a, a crossover between Knights of Justice and um, Captain Planet? Yes. Easily. <laughs> Which way, though? Um, oh, jeez. <laughs> Captain Plan- The Planeteers get captured, and just as they find the 12th key to unlock the actual knights, and Merlin sends them to the future, and Gaia calls them, like, is like, oh, I- I'm strong enough to draw them and, like, make them the new Planeteers. I... I really want to, like, have a flippant response, but I was listening to each of, like, the individual phrases that you were using to make up that sentence, and I just got, like, really tired. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling weak now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sitting in, like, I'm not sitting in the best configuration here. <laughs> it looks like I'm stretching, but I'm just uncomfortable and refuse to move. Um, so, yeah, let's wrap that. <laughs> yeah, let's put um, a bow on it. So I don't th- think this deserves a bow. <laughs> let's nail it into a coffin. Um, buried in the ground. Rip Lord Viper. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so next time... Yeah. So we've decided that we're going to start, um, introducing shows two in advance. Yes. And also that we're going to try... This is for the purpose of making so that any of you listeners, whom probably won't hear this episode for a couple weeks until after this one, because we still have a backlog. Yes! But... (laughs) So hopefully you listeners will know what the next show, a couple of shows are going to be and can write in. And we'll, you'll have enough time such that we can read them on the air, which is something we really want to do. Because Please send us your comments. We, we we're sort of marinating in our own ideas. It's very possible that I said all, everything I already said this episode in the previous episode. Yeah. And we would love to hear some input from you guys. Put a bit of a different spin on it. Memories that you had growing up. Yeah. I think it would just be a really fun thing if, to do. If you would like to write in and tell us how King Arthur and the Knights of Justice changed, changed your, your life, <laughs> <laughs> please do not hesitate to contact us and then contact a local support group. Yeah, <laughs> get some therapy. <laughs> um, so we also decided that we are going to do a an animated film. Yes, it is our 10th anniversary. Different, and different in, style. In, in, uh, in recognition of... Having ten episodes out, we're going to do an animated film next. And we agree. We this is one rather than one of us picking. We decided to agree on this one. Yes, we have agreed to watch Disney's Treasure Planet, which I have heard very mixed things from. Really? <laughs> yeah. About. Well, I only watched it about three months ago, maybe. I still haven't seen it, so. And I did enjoy it. 
However, I was kind of binging through that and the journey into Atlantis and a bunch of other stuff while yeah. I was playing. It I don't kind know, of meshes some together. Video game, so. Yeah, I wasn't. I, I remember. I remember some of the advertisements. It looked. I remember wanting to see it. Well, I'm also going to be reading Treasure Island as research for this show. Great. I'll, I, I'll look I, up... I swear that is the case. All right. Well, if you got the treasure part, I'll look up some planet facts. Yeah, why don't you just tell me uh, the controversy surrounding <laughs> Pluto to really round out the hour? Oh, I could go on. But we're going to try to do a bit of a different format for that. We're going to follow the plot. Yeah. So if you don't want it spoiled, unlikely, please watch it ahead of time. Yeah, if, you know... Statute of limitations on old movies, of I think. Course. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the things I really like about this podcast is we don't really have to censor ourselves in any way, <laughs> shape, or form. But we're going to be talking less about the different, you know, different areas of the show of the of the movie and just kind of follow the plot and pepper in some knowledge as we go. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to it. I'm glad. Uh, I'm not looking forward to watching it over again, but I am looking forward to reading Treasure Island. All right. Well. <laughs> so yeah, and, and then uh, after that, what do we have? That, so this is the going to be the week afterward which and this means is one i have not heard about if you if you want to pepper in comments about I keep using that phrase if you want to give us some comments about this following show we will definitely get them in time um as long as you're prompt we will be watching uh well instead of saying what it is <laughs> oh god why don't i just we need to break this tradition of no, just... <laughs> no, no, no. you're gonna like this i'm just gonna give you a sound clip and you're going to know what it is okay, okay. Nice. Yep. <laughs> I was wondering when we got onto this. Doing some Doug. Doing some Doug. And I, I love Doug. So um, I'm, I'm Sir really looking. Doug. F- yeah, I'm really looking forward to going back and seeing what Sir Doug is up to. Sir Chop. Sir Chop. Um, Sir Raj, I guess. Oh, uh, what was his principal's name? Boner. Yeah, bon- wasn't it <laughs> Sir Boner or something <laughs> like that? Wait, what was it? Bone, bone, bone saw. It's bone something. Bone fiddle. Bone. <laughs> We're gonna look that it up a, and both feel stupid. Was that a was that a D and D? Was that a bard spell? I was just using words. <laughs> bone fiddle is totally a bard spell. I love bards. Uh, well, um, in any case, we're gonna be watching Doug. I think it'll be great. I think it'll be a nice, you know, a, a nice reminiscent uh, sort of con- 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 continuity continuation mm-hmm. of when we couldn't put an edit an up. Ed and Eddie episode up yeah. because you know everybody's got um, terrible skin diseases. Yeah, <laughs> so I can't wait to talk about that. Yeah, it'll be nice to have a show that um, you know we still have nostalgia from back from the very early days. That's a, like ninety three. Like that's an early one. I mean, it was certainly one of the first cartoons I watched and remembered. Yeah, you know, cool. If you discount, you know. Uh, Fantasia, I guess. Well, great. Well, if you um, were smart and avoided listening to this episode. Looks like we have a lot of good stuff on the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, we also might have David on that. Oh, fun. Yeah, he, he expressed some interest. Yeah, we're going to start getting guests on there, too. If, yeah, when if you one s- of our future shows appeals to you at all, uh, and you want to talk to us for an entire hour and see if we're just as engaging in person as we are in podcast form, please don't hesitate to ask if you want to be a guest. When you first said uh, that David was interested in doing whatever the next, what the next one was, I thought that the next one would be uh, Foster's Home for Imaginary... Uh... <laughs> yeah, he's got a real love for that show that I don't understand. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, any closing remarks? Nights, 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 n